How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Right, uh, every week um, on a Friday, we take a, a look in depth at uh, the greyhound racing industry and we talk to uh, personalities uh, within there. And this, this morning we're speaking to Steve Evans, uh, who's a trainer out of uh, Christchurch as well in uh, partnership with his wife Bonnie and of course his son Riley who have already had on the show. Steve, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning to you. How are you? Uh, Steve, we know how Riley got into it because he got the bug off uh, you and your wife Bonnie, but of course, uh, how did you get into it uh, those years ago? Oh, was, um, probably 10 or 12 years back now. Um, used to always train a few trotters for a bit of a bit of a hobby and worked in the industry of the trotters for a long time and uh, made of mine, trained a few greyhounds and sort of suggested I get one for a bit of a hobby and um, yeah, so we got one and one ended up being two and two was five and five was 50 and then you just keep going. So yeah, no, we've um, sort of grown a lot in the last few years. Would you have a, if you look back at your time in the harness racing industry, how would you compare it to say your time in, uh, within the, the, the greyhound racing industry? Is, it a, is the greyhound a, a more favoured option for you after experiencing both? Uh, definitely, definitely. I've um, found um, like you put your dog in the box and, and all sorts of things and not the best dog wins every time. So with the horses, you've sort of got three or four minutes to to get round and the, the ones with a bit of bad luck still can get round and beat you. But the dogs, you sort of put them in the boxes and, and you can be, it's a lot easier. We used to find it a lot easier to compete with the better trainers where the horses, it was always a, a struggle to beat those real top line trainers. But the dogs sort of, um, yeah, they could make your own luck. We've, we've won a few big, uh, well, one, one big race we won uh, with a nice dog called Gold Viper. He was he was a $44 shot, but he jumped to the lead and everything else met trouble when he didn't. So well, that doesn't sort of happen in the harness. The best ones sort of win most of the time. So, uh, I've often uh, wondered, Steve, uh, you train a, a greyhound to the minute, you think it's up for a, a terrific performance, and then you see the barrier drawer and your heart sinks, you're in a squeeze box or whatever. Uh, how, do you, how do you feel about barrier draws as such and, you know, uh, your preference to outside, inside, etc.? Oh, it, it really depends on the dog. Um, you get a dog that likes the rails or it likes wide. It, just, it can all depend on the dog and where you draw. But um, there's a there's probably a lot more a lot of luck in greyhound racing. Like if you can if you can jump to the lead and and I like they always say box speed is golden races and it doesn't matter where where a good dog draws if it's got good box speed it can draw one or five or eight and and it can still it can still win so they can win from anywhere but yeah it, all, it, it is very relevant to the dog and where it likes to race on the track so uh, do dogs naturally like the rail or do they naturally like space out wide i mean ha, uh, can you train that um n- no you, you sort of they sort of get into a habit very very early in their careers like whether they're going to be a railer or a wide runner and and if you get a dog in its first few starts as a wide runner, it's, um, they tend to be a bit of a wide runner all their life. So it's, um, 
yeah, they just get into a habit, a, a habit from very, very early on, and it, it's it's hard to make a, a wide run and go to the rail. It's just, it's just what they want to do, and it's where they they like to race and find a bit of space. You spoke before uh, about the the best performance, uh, the best performing dog you've had, but uh, you race uh, and Riley, of course, too. Um, anything with Gold Star attached to it is yours. How did Gold Star come about? Yeah, many years ago, um, my granddad um, bred trotters, and he he sold um, he sold a mare to um, a fellow I worked for for a long time, and a lot of respect for uh, Alan Georgeson, and um, he was very good with the trotters, and um, one of granddad's breed was called um, Three Gold Stars, and um, we bought that mare and we bred out of her, bought her off Alan that was coming sort of back into our family then, and. Um, yeah, her, her foals were all called Gold Star. Um, and then we sort of, the um, last one was a nice trotter we had called Gold Star Invasion that we won a lot of money with and sold to Australia. And he uh, he was the last of them and sort of started breeding tr- uh, dogs at the same time. So we sort of carried on the Gold Star. So, And it sort of just stuck. You stepped uh, back a wee bit from it and let uh, Riley take uh, over much of the work though. But uh, Steve... Uh, how how much are you still involved with it hands-on in that respect? Oh, you know, we're still here every day. Um, um, we we sort of, Riley, I, I let Riley take over. I don't think um, the good opportunities for a young fella to sort of put his hand up. And he's proven we've just been away to Australia for a 10-day holiday and the dog just continued like we're here. So a lot of people say um, Riley's been gifted and, and we do the work behind the scenes, but it's not really the case. We sort of... Uh, took a back step and, and he does a fair amount of the work and and um, yeah we're sort of involved in the day to day running like they'll head off to the races in another hour or two for racing tonight and I sort of stay home and I'll make sure the paddocks are mowed and feed the dogs and things like that so um, aside of the training side of things it really is a family operation we all work in together and we've got a couple of good staff and Dancy and Josh that um, that are here every day or most of the time, and and we we've got a good unit going here. Steve, just before we uh, let you go, uh, racing today as you just mentioned, or coming up shortly um, over the next few days, uh, anything uh, with the Gold Star uh, label that attached that we should look at? Oh yeah, we've got a got a pretty pretty big team. I think we've got thirteen or fourteen tonight. So um, got a couple of new ones. Um, Gold Star Randy, he does a few things wrong, but I think he'll make the grade one day. Um, Gold Star Ricky just got back a grade. He could be hard to beat tonight. Um, and Gold Star Tommy, he's um, he's drawn good tonight in the eight. He's probably uh, he's probably a big chance of, of going close tonight. Steve Evans, uh, fantastic having a quick chat to you and finding out more about your background uh, in the industry. Um, and we thank you for your time and good luck uh, with those uh, starters coming up uh, in the next few days. Thank you. Good. Thank you very much. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.